0: The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Blue Willow Bride, your intimate bridal boutique located in Collingwood, Ontario. Contact Blue Willow Bride for all your wedding needs.
1: I'm Diana Chickie with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. Inspired by her artist residency through the unscripted Twillingate Digital Arts Festival and director-producer-writer Joshua Jameson's award-winning LGBTQ short film Waiting Outside, St. John's-based performer-recording artist film composer, inspirational speaker, and music educator Rosalind McPhail released a new music video titled Never Let Go. Never Let Go is about leaving a loved one behind after being diagnosed with a serious illness. A classically trained flutist, Rosalind layers electrifying flute loops, moody vocals, and driving electronics through her effects pedals and the digital audio workstation Ableton Live. Rosalind grew up in Ontario at Toronto Island and lived in many parts of Canada, but it was St. John's, Newfoundland that captured her heart. Having received multiple honors and awards, including the East Coast. Music Award for Electronic Recording of the Year and Music NL for Female Artist of the Year, Rosalyn is a first ever Canadian artist sponsored by the Gemeinhardt family, one of the music industry's largest exclusive manufacturer of flutes and piccolos. Joining me via Zoom from St. John's, Newfoundland, is Rosalind McPhail. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Blue Willow Bride in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio. Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio.
2: You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio,
0: broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach.
1: Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Joining me via Zoom is St. John's based performer, recording artist, film composer, inspirational speaker, and music educator, Rosalind McPhail. Welcome to Beach Corner. Oh, thanks for having me, Diana. So, first of all, congratulations on your multiple honors and awards, including the East Coast Music Award for Electronic Recording of the Year and Music NL for Female Artist of the Year. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's an honor. It's always an
3: honor to be recognized by the music industry. I know you understand.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Kudos to all your hard work. Well, so you, you grew up in Ontario at Toronto Island. I and did. lived in many parts of Canada, but it was St. John's, Newfoundland that captured your heart. What made you fall in love with the rock?
3: Oh, I just got goosebumps as you were saying that, actually. Yeah, I, you know, it's, I, I've got so many stories about it. So the... <sighs> I, I was a real troubadour. Like I was on the road for many, many years touring across Canada. And like at one point I had a Greyhound bus pass and I was touring across Canada with this bus pass. People must have thought I was just absolutely crazy. And I had a really dear friend of mine that lived in Newfoundland in St. John's and she wanted me to come and visit her. But the Greyhound bus pass only got me to the top of Cape Breton. And she said, well, you know, just get on the ferry And you'll find a way, you'll find a way to get a ride, try to talk to the truckers and see if you can hitchhike with them. And like, we're not talking that long ago, we're talking, you know, maybe 15 years ago or something like that. Anyway, I, funny enough, I you know, got to Sydney and in Cape Breton and, and uh, took the ferry and was like, just freaking out. Like, how am I going to approach these truckers? Like, who are the truckers? Like, <laughs> oh anyway, I, I managed to convince one fella, really nice fella, and he actually gave me a lift in his truck the whole way. And we're talking like a really, really long drive to St. Wow. John's from the ferry. So that was the first time I went to St. John's and I fell in love with the community immediately. Like, I really believe that the Newfoundland music community is one of canada's like most hidden gems it's kind of the one of our best kept secrets you know um and so the first time i was there i got a taste of it and then the second time i was there i i was in a 91 buick century station wagon with wood paneling <laughs> and, uh, and and i stayed a little longer and then the third time i was in my car i actually <laughs> booked my entire Cross Canada tour so that I can make my last stop in St. John's so that I can attend the same friend's wedding. Um, And I stayed, I stayed, I, I fell in love with it so much that I decided to stay in Newfoundland. And I've been here ever since. What a great story. So you're known
1: as a classically trained flutist. At what age did you decide to pursue a career in music? You know, performing
3: was always a huge part of my personality, uh, like it, even when I was a little kid, like I would stand on a table and just like get on the table and be like insta Rosalind
2: McPhail. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it was actually my asthma that attracted me to the flute. My grandmother had read an article in the newspaper about how uh, playing wind instruments helps asthmatics learn how to control their breathing better. And I was really, really sick when I was younger. Wow. So, when I was in grade seven, my parents decided to rent me a flute. And there happened to be an amazing flute teacher down the street on Toronto Island. And that's how I began classical flute. And I was instantly drawn to it. I, You know, I, I think... Probably when I finally got to about grade nine of high school, when I was at an art school. Uh, and it was almost like being in fame, you know, the movie fame. Mm-hmm. And um, that was when I was like, that's it. That's it. I want to be a soloist in front of the orchestra. That was that was my dream. Yeah. Oh, how cool
1: is that? So having said that, where do you draw your inspiration in writing songs?
3: Yeah, another kind of interesting story, right? Like life history. Um, I, I kind of decided to get away from classical flute. I was living in Ottawa and I started to improvise with all different bands and songwriters. And, uh, I was known as mystery flute girl. And uh, yeah, and I, you know, had so much fun, but I was always relying on other artists for my gigs. And so many times different artists would say to me, You know, Rosalind, you should try writing your own songs. And I, as a flutist, didn't even know what that looked like. Like I couldn't really figure it out. But through osmosis and, you know, jamming with all these different people, I, I had an idea of the music I liked. And when I turned 30, I decided to start writing my own songs and it was because uh, one of my friends gave, lent me his guitar, his classical guitar and said, just take it home and try it and see if you can, you know, write your own songs. And from there, I've documented every aspect of my songwriting journey. And now I'm 47 years old and, and it's been a really, really amazing adventure.
1: Yeah. Wow, sounds like a wonderful ride. So who had the most musical influence in your career?
3: Ooh, that's a really good question. Uh, Biggest musical influence... Well, I'll tell you one moment that really stuck with me as somebody who plays with other people and learning how to fit in those pockets of other people's music. And that was when I played flute with Yola Tango. Um, i was really fortunate to be able to play with them and during their sound check um ira actually said to me you know Rosalind, because i was like you know ready to just like bam pow you know like i'm just gonna give her um and you know their music is very nuanced and, and delicate and uh and and so ira just said to me you know, it's, it's good to listen to the silence. It's good to always think about how less is always more. And that's always sat with me ever since. But you know, when it comes to like biggest musical influence, I think there's just been too many amazing mentors and too many amazing musicians that I've crossed paths with that I
1: couldn't just describe one. So how does it feel to be the first ever Canadian artist to be sponsored by the music industry's largest exclusive manufacturer of flutes and piccolos the Game and Heart family I hope I said that correctly <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were close, you were close, Gemeinhardt. yeah. Gemeinhardt. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, don't be sorry at all. It's it's a hard word to say. Um, Yeah, it was a really amazing moment for me as a Canadian flutist, uh, especially considering my first flute was a Um, And so it was kind of like a full circle. And I met them while I was performing at the National Flute Convention in Minneapolis. And we just instantly hit it off and and they've been so fantastic to me. They've provided me with instruments that I've never had, like a bass flute and an alto flute and a piccolo. And it's really opened up my palate. And my music has changed a lot because of it. So I
1: have so much to thank them for. Oh, well, on that note, can you please introduce one of your songs? Oh, uh,
3: this is an audience favorite.
1: And it's called The Gaze. Joining me via Zoom is St. John's bass performer, recording artist, film composer, inspirational speaker, and music educator Rosalind McPhail. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. See Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest via Zoom, Rosalind McPhail. So, Rosalind, recently you released a new music video titled Never Let Go. Tell us about the story of the song. As I understand, it was inspired by an unscripted Twillingate digital arts festival and director, producer, and writer Joshua Jameson's LGBTQ short film, Waiting Outside. Yeah.
3: It's, um, it's actually
1: on, uh, CBC
3: Gem right now. If anyone's curious to watch it called Waiting Outside, it's a short film. And Joshua Jameson had invited me to create the score for that film. And he also sent me this amazing poem. And the moment that I read the poem, I was like, this would be perfect for a song. And I took out my Omnicord and I played around with the poem to make it into, you know, song lyrics. And it just, it, it, there was something about it. It was totally in the flow when, when the writing was happening. And I'm so grateful to Joshua for actually, you know, me that inspiration to create the song after we finished the film and the score and all that kind of stuff then it, it, it toured all over the place at different film festivals and um, and then I, it's funny I, I all this time I had been thinking I want to create a music video for it and I want to incorporate some of the footage from the film but I also want to incorporate some footage from Newfoundland mm-hmm. and I had gone to Bowering Park which is featured in the film in the winter to try to shoot this footage and I'm telling you we went twice and both times, we could not get good oh footage. Oh, my gosh. It was horrible. <laughs> wow. So so there I was in, like, breathtaking Twillingate. I'm not sure if you've been to Twillingate, but no. it's it's an island, and it's gorgeous. It's in central Newfoundland. And it is just like, it, yeah, look up Twillingate. It's just an amazing place. And so I spent, actually, three and a half months. I actually just returned last night um, oh, from wow. that region. And during my residency, I was doing an artist residency. And and during that time, there were all these places that I was experiencing with a beginner's mind and just like falling in love with the people, falling in love with the place. And I had been given a bicycle uh, to be able to use while I was out there because I didn't have a car. And so I'm riding my bike to all these special places. And I thought, wouldn't it be neat to do video footage of this? And when I was in Twillingate, I met the most amazing drone camera person who shot, Gorgeous drone footage nice. of me riding my bike in all the favorite
1: places that I got to experience while I was there. It was really special. Well, the scenery is beautiful, really beautiful. And, and the video, uh, you have to check it out for sure. So, having said that, how did you connect with director, producer, and writer Joshua Jameson?
3: You know, it's a small community. The film world definitely is a small community. And I think. Initially, I probably met him through the St. John's International Women's Film Festival. And I remember a conversation of him coming up to me and just being like, Rosalind, I want to work with you. How can we work together? I I think we need to work together. And then I think a couple of years later, he's like, I have a film for you. I think we should
1: work together now.
3: (laughs) So it's been a great collaboration. Yeah,
2: (laughs) that's amazing.
1: (laughs) So... What do you hope to convey to your audience with this song?
3: You know, with the song, it's, it's pretty heavy, right? The theme of the film is pretty heavy, too. Mm-hmm. And I, personally, what I get from it, and I think everybody gets different things from songs. But for me, it's that, you know, that moment that sometimes we, we experience in our lives where we have to leave someone behind, whether that's through death, whether that's through uh, a change in life where we're moving away somewhere far, whatever it is. But there's that horrible moment where we just really care about someone so much and we know we have to leave them behind. And, and we want to leave them feeling safe and feeling special and feeling all of these things. And so that song, the lyrics and the sentiment behind the music really are
1: uh, about that that type of experience. So I hear you're working on a next song called Salt Harbor. What can (laughs) we anticipate? Oh, yeah. I'm working on an entire
3: EP right now. I wrote oh a whole bunch of songs while I was in Twillingate. One of them is Salt Harbour, uh, inspired by the place that I was staying that is just so magical. And once again, a poem was handed to me uh, that was written about Salt Harbour by Jamie Martin. And I, the moment I read this poem, I got goosebumps and I was like i have to set this to music <laughs> <laughs> and so i've written the song i've even started recording the song oh. um And yeah, there's a whole bunch of different songs. I also am working on a song called Pulling Together, which is about hauling a house, a true story of hauling a house from Wild Cove to the top of Smith's Lookout. And it's it's, it's a tribute to an amazing visual artist named Ted Stuckless in Twillingate that I just really, really admire. And it's his family story. Oh, that's amazing. So where can we find more information on Rosalind? Oh, if you're on Instagram, you can find me at Get Your Flute On. (laughs) That's a good name. (laughs) And I also have my website, which is just rosalindmcphail.com. And that website can cub you to any type of social media that you like to uh, get involved in.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Rosalind, for being my guest. A true pleasure speaking with you and wishing you continued success with your musical career. Thank you very much, Diana. Really great to meet you. Oh, pleasure is all mine. But before you go, can you please introduce one more song? This is Never Let Go. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this song. I would like to thank Rosalind McPhail for being my guest and wishing her continued success with her musical career. For more information, visit rosalindmcphail.com or her social media platforms. Special thanks go to Eric Alper for making this interview possible. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Dinah Chickie. Beach Corner's broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from my new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from my homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and can be seen on Wasaga Beach TV at Beach Talk. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone.
0: The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written by recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, broadcasting from our studios in the Stonebridge Town Centre on Main Street, in the heart of downtown Wasaga Beach.